That's the video that started it all, bro. For you? For me. Yeah. Crazy. A year ago, exactly, he uploaded that video. I don't know the exact date. Mm -hmm. But a year ago, the pandemic started. I was watching a shit ton of TikTok. Yeah. TikTok was hot, bro. Yeah. A shit ton of YouTube videos. And I gave, and to tell, to tell the truth is, at that time, obviously, what I did for a living was make coffee right yeah, yeah and i still do so i was a barista so everything that was in my mind was coffee yeah so then watching a video that peter mckinnon puts out and right now, and I, to be honest with you i don't think i even followed him then yeah yeah dude i don't think i was i was following peter mckinnon but he posted this video says that said how to film epic b-roll mm-hmm. and i came across this video on instagram originally and then that that uh, post directing me to the uh, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and obviously because I was into coffee, he shoots this B-roll of him prepping his morning coffee. Yeah, yeah. So I go and I watch it, and I'm fucking blown away by like, not even the coffee room. No, blown he's away nice. by freaking everything he did on the video. My favorite is when he opens the bag and slams it, and the coffee comes out. That, yeah, dude, that shit so, was clean. I was like, oh shit. So I remember, I remember the exact moment I was watching it too, because. At that time, my wife was still working. I was in the couch laying down by my window watching this video. And that, I probably, it was probably like 3.30 when I watched it. I like flipped over, like re- screen recorded the video, uploaded that thing to my uh, Instagram. Mm. And all this was just because I was excited that it was coffee. It looked great. You know, during the pandemic, everybody that was in the coffee world, all they were doing was Showing how to brew coffee, mm-hmm. showing how they prep their morning coffee, doing a lot of first sips, doing a lot of that, you know? Yeah. So watching that, I was like, damn, if I can produce those kind of videos and show them to the uh, to the public out there, I was like, that'll be so dope, dude. So freaking dope. But um, after that, like, I wasn't even impressed by... How he was ruining his coffee, more impressed by how the video was shot, right? Yeah. So, dude, after that day, that's when I was like, I want to be able to do that. Like, how can I do that for me when I'm brewing coffee? And I was just blown away. And then at that time, I was acquiring a camera, Mm. which is my Sony 7R2 right now. Once I got that in my hands, I was like, man, the possibilities are endless. Now I can create this stuff, right? And... The truth is, I could also create these videos with my iPhone. Right. But there was some type of feeling about owning that camera and having it in your hands. Yeah, you just feel more efficient. Dude, it was crazy. But that video really punked me, dude. And I was so motivated Mm -hmm. to learn something new. And I was like, and I can still make money off of this and have fun doing this? Yeah. That was the biggest selling point for me. So I was so excited, dude. But... After saying all this, you know, how pumped and motivated I was this morning, Matrix, when I picked you up and we, we, we've been meeting for coffee every Wednesday now. Yeah. I picked you up, dude. And then like you came in and you started talking to me about the books you're reading and how you're feeling, and everything you're going through. And deep down inside, I wasn't motivated this yeah. morning. Yeah. Like I was just not in it, bro. Like, fuck this. I want to yeah. go home. 
Yeah, I was not in it. Like, I was all up for the coffee. But, like, when you and I get together, we always talk about, like, the next thing we want to create. Yeah. Yeah, but this morning, dude, I was not feeling that. Yeah. I mean, Uh, it happens. I, I definitely felt that. I got in the car and I was just like... Yo, so I'm reading this book and this is happening and I'm changing this habit and I'm on Instagram scrolling. I get stuck and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm da, 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 da. and I look at you and you're just like, yeah, man, you just want to get coffee? Okay, cool. <laughs> I wanted to do something today, but I don't feel like I don't feel like shooting. Yeah. And yeah, that's normal, bro. That's human. Yeah. We dude. all f- feel like that. I don't know what happened, dude. Like, I, like all these pre- past months, like I've been like doing photography and doing some videos. Yeah. Doing my job as a barista. And it's been pretty consistent. It's been pretty good. But I've been pretty motivated and pretty happy about creating all that stuff. But for some weird reason, today, Wednesday, June 2nd, mm. a year after the pandemic started, I just wasn't feeling it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think it was? What do you think made you feel like uninspired or just blah? What made you feel like that? I, I feel like. The biggest part of it is the fact that there was no new projects I was working on. Like, I needed to create something, right? right. We we needed to create something. Mm-hmm. As we've been talking about every Wednesday, about starting to create things. So, it seems like when a new project comes up and then we either shoot photos or shoot a video, that process of editing keeps me occupied and keeps me going. Right. There's something to do. Yes. Yeah. And now that I was, like, done with those videos, done with the editing of the photos, it's sort of, like, time for me to relax. But knowing that I can relax and there's nothing to do just made me feel like, what do I want to get up for, you know? Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah, Yeah, but that's, that's, I'm going through a similar situation right now, right? I launched my business in February. It's June 2nd, so I've been, I've been in business for myself for a couple of months. And the first two months, three months of my business have been amazing. February was great. March was great. April was phenomenal. I made the most money I ever made in April. And then May, I didn't do anything. May, I kind of had projects that I was working on. And I just sat on those projects. I did what I needed to do for the customers, but I wasn't going to get new clients. I wasn't looking for any new work. I wasn't looking for any new projects. And that feeling of blah just kind of creeped into my life. And the thing that we get to do is we get to look at our lives and say, it's okay, right? As as people, we're inspired beings, right? And this is one of my favorite favorite quotes. Motion creates emotion, right? So when you move and you start doing, you start feeling, right? Like when, for me, when I started working out again, I started wanting to work out again. But when I was sitting at home not doing anything, I wasn't inspired to work out. The first four days, if you look, I posted stories and stuff on my Instagram. You can't find them now. But when I posted them, I was I don't want to be here. Yeah. Don't want to be at the gym. I don't want to run in this treadmill. I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to drink all of this water. I don't want to eat healthy. I don't want to do this. Let me eat my burgers. Leave me alone. <laughs> but when I started doing it, I became more conscious of like, all right. I'm doing this. I might as well do it right. And I think we kind of had a we had a little conversation about that. At the end, when we finished taking the pictures, you seemed to be a little bit more excited about what we were doing. And there was a pep in your step. 
Yeah, dude. Well, do you think that had to do with being in motion? Like, actually, I mean, definitely. You know, and I think uh, having you there and keeping me accountable for it, or like you being the opposite of how I was feeling, right? I mean, that also gave me that push. You know, because mm-hmm. like if it was if it was just me, like say you were to cancel on me today and say like, hey, Juan, I can't make it today. We're not gonna do it. I would have probably been home watching videos on my right. phone, right, and not. Creating anything. Doing the TikTok dances in your living room. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> Most likely that's what I would be doing. And not, I probably would have never made it to the park to mm-hmm. shoot the photos I wanted to shoot. Right. You know, so, I don't know, knowing that I had to pick you up and, like, I had to get out of my house. Like, this morning I jumped in the shower and I was thinking, maybe the shower is going to help me. Yeah. I did that. Walked my dogs and nothing, bro. It's not in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Picked you up, went to get coffee. Then we went to do some other errands we had to do. Dropped the off for you meeting. And then when I came back for you, like I was even struggling then, bro. Yeah. This is like already half the day. Half the day, yeah. And I was still not in it. You picked me up at one, like one o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go to the park and then we get to the park and I'm just like, ah, what do I want to shoot? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, I know what I, I know what we're supposed to be doing here. Right. But in my mind, I was just like, eh, like not really inspired by like yeah. anything. Fuck this, I want to go back home. <laughs> yeah, dude. And yeah. for some reason, yeah, you know, I started just clicking the shutter button on the on the camera and one picture led to another. And then I feel like when I saw your pictures that you took, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when it happened for me again. And I was like, yeah. I don't know if it was like affirmation of like, well, I can and I love creating this stuff. Right. But yeah, once I saw you taking the photos, I was like, yeah, we're doing this. Let's continue yeah. in this. To be honest, that's kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a competition thing or if it's like an inspiration thing, but I had the same experience. When I first started taking pictures and recording videos, I had a partner that I, I started with and I would see his stuff and I'd be like, oh, I could create that. Yeah. I could do that. And then I would see his pictures. I would see my pictures. I'm like, all right, he's still better than me. Let me keep working. <laughs> all right, he records videos better than me. Let me keep working. And then it just became this like fire inside of me that I didn't even recognize. I didn't even like realize that it was burning, but sometimes that's what you need. You need someone to keep you accountable and you just need someone who's going to do it and unbeknownst to that person. Cause I didn't even know I did that to you. I didn't even know I did that for you that I made you like want to keep, I was just taking pictures. I was like, yo, let's, let's create. Cause I committed to creating, let's create something. Yeah. No, and the reason why I felt that was because like, you know, you were modeling for me, right? You were modeling these hats. Yeah. Shout out. Anybody who needs a model, I'm a professional part-time model. Yeah, he definitely is. He has the looks and he has the poses. Underwear model, though, only. For the- <laughs> <laughs> so, no, the, the hardest thing is, like, when you when we got there and you're like, all right, do your thing. And then I was like, I don't know what my thing is. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, I don't even know how I want you to pose. Right. You know? That's why I said it, though. Because yeah. when I first started, I was struggling with, like, directing the model yeah what do i want like okay i I have this image in my head the biggest thing about photography is having this skill and wherewithal to create the image that's in your head um we all have this look or this particular picture we want to capture but we just don't know what we need to do with the light we don't know what we need to do with the pose and when you get better the closer you are to 
manifesting that thought, that image in your head into reality with your skill, that's when you know you know what you're doing. But the only way to do that is to have those moments where you're like, I have no idea what's my thing. What yeah. is my thing? What do I what do I want? And I feel like one thing I realized today also is one thing I've been attempting to do, but I haven't really done it, which is to write down everything that comes into my head, right? Like the the ideas or the expectations. Mm. Because today, when it came to shooting the hat, like I had this idea of doing these shots and I had a different expectation of what the outcome was today. Mm. Like in my head, I was playing it so differently Yeah, when we were going to do this shooting. But I feel like I completely forgot about all that. Yeah. And then today it was just like, we went and we got it done. You know? yeah. But yeah, uh, the thing is that, yeah, when, when you turned on your camera and you took that first picture and of me too, it was just like, oh shit, you know, like, it's yeah. really good. Like, yeah. it's like, I'm a model. Yeah. I don't know what happened then, but I just wanted to keep shooting yeah, after man. that. You know, it's sort of like I woke up at that moment. Mm. So, but I was definitely struggling. That's good, man. I'm honored that I, that I was able to do that for you because the pictures you took, it's just, bro, this whole industry is about, it's about cooperation. It's about contribution and collaboration, not about being competitive. People who understand how to do certain things, but they, they gatekeep those secrets. Those people are corny to me. They're, they're like, bro, you know, things that I don't know. Help me out. Bro. Yeah. I'm not going to take your spot. You could be who you who you're gonna be. I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be. Yeah, Just help me out, bro. Which is one of the biggest things I've been coming across too. Is like, like you said, it's not a competition, or it's not about being better than someone else, right? It's about creating. Yeah. But I feel like between you and I, obviously, you have more experience. You've been doing this a little longer than I have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we were to put a time on my learning of this, it's gonna be exactly a year, probably. Yeah. But you personally, how do you feel about? Where I'm at, or how do you see my growth versus your growth at the beginning of starting all this? Um, you are a lot better than I am. What at least where I was a year into my shooting. It took me about three years to start shooting manual. Everything I shot automatic for two years. Automatic, automatic, automatic. I would go on shoots automatic. And I had no idea what anything meant. I didn't start taking photography serious until I moved to LA. And that was about two, two and a half years ago, close to year three of me picking up my camera. I used to only put it on automatic and then hit the shutter speed. I mean, hit the, uh, the timer and then run to the other side and pose in front. And then when I actually took pictures of people, I put it in automatic mode and there's a feature on my old camera that you can adjust the bokeh like oh i want it sharp or i want it blurry in the background and that's how i would take blurry pictures of people or like bokeh like portrait nice shots i didn't have any idea what i was doing you're shooting on a better camera than i was shooting with you're shooting with better gear you have a better knowledge of the gear um a better understanding of editing and you know all of the all of the fundamentals you have a better understanding of in year one than i did after year one yeah, because I honestly feel like, yes, I, I I also feel like with other photographers, right, I have the advantage of the future or the generation now where we have YouTube, we have mm-hmm. all this knowledge out on, on the Internet. Right. 
And that's how I access most of this information. Right. So, I mean, it's not like someone who started before YouTube who had to, like, read books, learn everything by themselves. Take you know? the pictures. Take and the like, the I should have fucked up. I should have tried yeah. this. Yep. For me, it's very easy to, like, reach out to you and say, like, hey, I did this, I did that, and then you helped me out. And right. Explain to me what I did wrong or, you know, teach right. me the right way. And I feel like, for me, I am very grateful for all that, you know? And, and, and yeah, but, like, I feel like the the apps on our phones now are making it so much easier. Mm-hmm. So, what's going to happen to this career, you know? Like, is it going through the software developers or... I think they're always going to be photographers, right? Because there come, there are certain types of people who are inspired to do it and take the pictures. And then there are certain people who don't want to bother with it, right? The reason why the apps are getting more advanced and it's leaning more towards the people who are hobbyists is because they want to be able to point the camera and shoot. Look at your iPhone. iPhones capture ridiculously clear pictures. Yeah. And if you want a picture with the bokeh in the back, you just put it on portrait mode and take a picture. And some of these uh some of these cameras have the ability to go down to 1.8 in your aperture and that's crazy. But people have no idea the technicals behind it. They just point the camera and take the picture. It's becoming it's becoming that for a certain demographic. But there's always going to be a demand for someone who understands how to create a story through taking pictures. And the more you, in the beginning right now, you're just understanding the fundamentals. Even for me, I'm still developing my style. How I edit pictures is to make it look as realistic as possible. I don't add any LUTs. I don't add any filters. I don't add any of the, that, that stuff is not stylized for me. For me, I take the picture, I touch up the skin, and I make it look as nice and natural as possible. There's people like Peter McKinnon who like the super contrasty look, and that's his style. Right. And then there's some people who like the bubbly, pink, airy, fairy type look. That's their style. So right now you're building your foundation. But as you continue to grow and you get more and more comfortable in your stylized look, there's going to be a certain demand for that. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, especially because I watch everybody's final product. You know, it's like, oh, I like that. And I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Recreate that. Right. But the other thing I feel like is sort of catching up to me is the fact of like the amount of work that it really takes yeah, yeah. for you to like promote your stuff, mm-hmm. put it on social media. You know, like I'm not famous or anything. I'm not anyone who has a lot of followers. You know, I, I'm just the average Joe, right? But there's a lot of people who blew up on TikTok. There's a lot of people who have m- millions of followers now, right? They can reach a higher audience. And as a consumer, like if I watch one of those videos, you look at it and you're like, oh, cool. They're having fun. Like I can do that. I want to have fun and I want to be able to make money like these people are or like the YouTube channels who are, you know, going to different places and recording, vlogging and all that. And originally when I started this whole thing, like the podcast, I even started a YouTube channel and then photography in the videos. The main thing that came in through my head was the money. Right. I was like, how much money can I really make? And it just seems so reachable, right? But then once you start actually putting in the work, you realize that even those TikTokers, like they're spending a lot of time mm-hmm. perfecting like the dance moves, creating content, you know, right, right. being uh, attacked, cyber bullied or whatever. Yeah. And all that work 
you don't realize that it's a lot of work to create that stuff. Yeah. So for even sure. for me, like to keep up with my Instagram, right? Every time I open my Instagram and I see like new likes or or people actually viewing the videos, like that really hypes me up. Right, right. And then this past week, I feel like my Instagram has been freaking dead, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and then you t- talked to me about a conversation of um, how you discovered how to keep up with this demand of Instagram. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. So I just think everything in life is about simplification, right? How can you simplify everything, right? Right now, I'm reading a book about habits. And one of the main things that he talks about in the book is that when people get habits, right? A lot of, uh, there's a certain percentage of people who believe that you lose your independence. Oh, I'm going to lose my independence. I'm going to be a creature of habit and I'm not going to understand how to manage my day, how to manage my time. It's just going to be so absorbed in those habits. And what he says is when you become a creature of habit, you allow your mental capacity to focus on the things that are outside of your habits. Reason I bring that up is if you simplify social media, like there's apps that you can plan out your content. For me, I use something called Creator Studio. It's a Facebook feature for businesses and, you know, influencers. And I connect my Facebook and my Instagram together and I go in and I literally plan out my post two days ago or yeah, two days ago, I planned out the entire month of June. So 50 millimeter photography is my second page is my photography page. I, it's the same as your, is is your page. I have 700 followers. I post last time I posted was in February. But I don't post. And I'm like, how how come people aren't coming to me asking me how to build my business or how to how to take pictures? Oh, hey, I want to hire you. I saw you on TikTok. Or, hey, I saw you on Instagram. It's because I'm not active there. It's a business that nobody sees. So in order for me to get exposure, I have to post. But in order for me to post, it takes time. And I don't want to be on Instagram all day. So if you plan it, use Planoly. Creator Studio or whatever other planning app there are that are available, you can simplify it, make it easy for you to post all of your stuff. You sit down one day. For me, it took three hours, four hours. I sat down and I planned out the entire month. I planned out hashtags. I tagged people, location. I planned out um, captions, everything. And it was easy. It's one-stop shop. It's all right there. I just post it, I schedule it, and I forget it. Now, the entire month of June, I have one post for every single day in June. And I don't have to look at that again until the end of June or second week of June and plan out July. So if you just simplify, and it takes videos, it takes pictures, carousels, all of that. You could do it on there. So if you just simplify it, it allows you to create space for the other things that matter. The biggest thing for me and what hinders me and my business currently is that I want to be able to market and I want to be able to work on my stuff simultaneously. And if I'm taking pictures and I'm recording videos, the second step after that is editing. Editing takes a big portion of my time. After I'm finished editing, I want to just disconnect from the computer. I don't want to go into the marketing phase where I have to post stuff and do outreach. So I, I put that off because taking pictures and editing is what I make money from. So I put off the marketing and then next thing you know, it doesn't get done. So for me, it's all about just simplifying things and making sure it's streamlined. 
take the pictures, edit the pictures, put it on a planning app and just set it and forget it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, because it's really hard. Like sometimes I, I go through my phone and I see some of the pictures I never posted. I'm like, I had a, I had a plan for this photo, mm-hmm. but now it's too late. I don't want to post it anymore. Post it anyway. Fuck it. You know, so... And then sometimes I post something, especially the reels run Instagram are the worst. Yeah. Because there's times where I post something and I get like 10,000 views. Mm-hmm. And there's other times where I'm like, I'm really happy about this video. And then it's only like 200 at most. Yeah. You know? So to Bro. be able to have a program that I can just go in there and upload everything for a month mm-hmm. and not worry about that side and start creating more things for the next month. Right. Then it'll be dope. Yeah. I think... Everyone needs to be able to uh, create systems in their lives, right? Systems take care of everything and it allows you to live and not think so much. Like if every day I went to the gym at two o'clock in the afternoon, I know every day at two o'clock in the afternoon, exactly what I have to do. When we're bored and we're not organized, that's when we waste time. Like When I'm not doing anything, I find myself on Instagram scrolling for three hours. And then from scrolling for three hours, I find myself doing things. I'm just like, why the fuck did I do that? Why am I? Why am I looking at this? What am I doing here? Why did I follow this person? Yeah, I don't even fucking know her. I don't know him. I'm not following these people. Right. Yeah, and that's just from not having schedule or like if we woke up and we treated our business, photography and videography, how we treat our day job, we would be in a different place. If I woke up and I had a scheduled eight hours. Today, from 10 to 2, I'm going to do ABC. And then I'm going to take a one-hour lunch. And then from 4 to 6, I'm going to do XYZ. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, like, but taking that leap for me to not do my 9 to job, my 9 to 5 job, to just focus on this, like, it just seems so scary to, like, wake up and just start focusing on creating. It is. So that we can pose, so that then we can get hired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's terrifying, bro. Very scary. It's terrifying. But when I when I took the leap in February, it was just it was at a point where what else am I gonna do? This thing is calling me so bad, like it's calling me forward. I needed I need to do it. If not, I'm gonna be here ten years from now, five years from now. Like, fuck, I'm still working at this damn coffee shop, and I could have been, should have been, would have been a photographer. Right, like I started photography professionally two years ago. Since then. I've shot the number 16 boxer in the world, multiple six-figure, seven-figure earners, businessmen, thought leaders, motivational speakers, coaches, influencers. I got paid to go and shoot in in Mexico. I I was basically paid to go on vacation. Um, I was featured in magazines, websites, things like that. And I just just got started. But what happens if I would have been too afraid to even take that leap? Who knows who I'd be shooting? Who knows yeah. what I'd be doing? Bro, one of my pictures is in a magazine, like on the cover of a magazine. It's for an airline, American airline. They they did an article on, on one of my friends. His name is Sanyika. And on the cover of the magazine is one of my pictures. That shit is crazy. Anytime somebody flies American airline, they pick up the magazine. There's my picture. I took that picture. Yeah. That came from my camera, bro. I posted that. I edited that. I gave it to him. That shit is crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't have never been able to do that if I was sitting behind a bar making oat lattes, hating every second of the communication I'm having with these people. <laughs> right? Like, what's more scary? 
thinking about what could have, would have, or should have been, or just taking the leap. Yeah. If you fall on your face, you go go back to the coffee shop. Yeah, it's something you just started saying right now too. It's like it's crazy, right? Because how how I started saying that I wasn't motivated today. I've had similar conversations with other people mm-hmm. who felt the same way I felt today. Right. But then I was in a point of like, yeah, we should just keep creating. We should just do this, do that. And then I motivated people mm-hmm. into doing something they're afraid of because I am doing something similar. Right. You know, they want to also do. But yeah. they see me actually making it happen. Yeah. Instead of just talking about it and yeah. not doing anything about it. Have you ever heard that you meet the people who you're a reflection of? So in your life, you meet people who are your mirror. So they're either in a situation you want to be in or they're someone that you used to be. So you reflect. So by you seeing these people, what they're showing you is parts of yourself that you still doubt or parts of yourself that you're still afraid of. So when you're giving them advice, you're not really even talking to them. They have no, It doesn't matter who that person is. Yeah. You're really talking to yourself. Right? Like when I tell you, Juan, you got to keep going. You can do this. Fight. Build. Do your thing. When I'm alone at night and my girl's like, what are you thinking about? These are the things I'm thinking about. Like, we just bought a house or we're about to buy a house. And I'm just like, yo, can I do this? Can I be somebody's husband? Can I be somebody's father? Can I be a house owner? Can I be a business owner? Can I make this money? Am I good enough? Am I a good photographer? Am I a good videographer? Can I make money? And did I make the right choices? So all those thoughts... And those doubts that you have, and I'm like, yo, Juan, go ahead, bro. You could do it. I'm encouraging you, but it could be Juan. It could be Felipe. It could be Jose. It could be John. It doesn't matter who's on the other side of the table because when I'm talking to you, telling you all of these things, I'm really talking to me saying, yo, bro, you could do this. And it's always easier to coach. What what do they say? They say teachers teach what they cannot do. So they can teach but it's easier to tell someone what to do than it is to go do it, right? You ever seen your gym teacher at school telling you, run the lab, go, you could do this, play soccer, play basketball, and then they're out of shape? Because yeah. it's easier to tell people what to do than it is to actually do it yourself. It's scary to put yourself on that ledge and take the jump. It is, dude. It's it is, very scary. Next time, next time you're encouraging someone, really try to look at it from a bird's eye view and say, who am I really speaking to? Yeah. Who am I saying this for? Is it really for? <laughs> well, as you were as you were saying that, I I was thinking about a couple of conversations I was having with these people, and yeah, it's as if I was telling myself, right? Like, well, why are you waiting for? You know, right? Yeah, <laughs> you should do it. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yo, you got this, and then, and then you doubt yourself. It's like, what? Mm. How can you encourage someone else to do it, but you're afraid, bro? It's like, you want to be a product photographer? Go be a product photographer. Yo, you know what? I really wish I could take product photography. Bro, just fucking take product photography. (laughs) Just do it. When I started, the one thing that separated me from most people, and I'm not even anywhere close to being the best. I'm not even anywhere close to where I want to be. Honestly, I have those doubts and those comparisons. Like, man, I wish I was like this guy or that guy or this guy. But the only difference that separated me from someone who quit is I said yes to everything. Yo, can you take pictures of products? Yeah. You, You take pictures of boudoir? Yeah. You take pictures of portrait? Yeah. You take landscape? Yeah. Did I know how to take any of those pictures? <laughs> Hell no. I just know how to take automatic pictures. Yeah. That's all I know how to do, but I figured it out. Yeah, no, I'm definitely struggling, but I also feel like because I do 
make it happen or I do take that step forward of fuck it, let's go and create it. You know, mm-hmm. like the photos we took today. I have no, I have no idea what intentions I have with them yet. I just want to take those photos. That's it. And who knows, right? Like maybe today was the day we didn't feel like doing it, and then today's, I mean, today are the pictures who are gonna like. You got some bangers in there. <laughs> you open it up, you're like, oh shit, I took that picture. And I just said, but let's say, and I, we're just sort of like putting it out there in the universe, right? But let's say there's someone out there that really likes these pictures, and it's pictures of products. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they hire you. They hire, yeah. The, you know Who what? Knows? You know what's crazy, is that the saying "fortune favors the bold" is real life, bro. Is real life. You know how I got the the um the opportunity to shoot the boxer, the number sixteen boxer in the world, welterweight division. I was working at um Bulletproof Coffee, and he was a customer that would come in. Fortune favors the bold. I had taken. I had taken. I had at that point maybe like four or five photo shoots under my belt. And I looked him dead in the eye. I was like, yo, I'm a photographer. I want to take pictures for you. How much? Bro, for you, a hundred bucks. Seriously? Yeah, let's do it. I just want to take pictures of you. Cool. Come to my gym. All right. You got to be bold with that shit. Yeah. And you know how I took pictures of that dude? I went with a 70 millimeter. Uh, I mean, uh, I went with a uh, Canon 70D, which is like an entry-level hobbyist professional camera. And I went with a kit lens. Bro, the dynamic range on that shit was horrible. Low light, so bad. But I did I did what I could. And I took pictures. And when I got it to him, he was like, shit, these are fucking awesome. And they have a photographer for the gym. Yeah. And he posted my stuff. He was like, yo, I like your stuff. Bro, you just got to fucking go. I have a friend. His name is Preston. And he's a coach for coaches, for like life coaches, motivational speakers. And one of his favorite things to tell them is sometimes you just got to put your dick on the table. You just got to whip it out and just this is what it is. I am a photographer. And some people might look at it and be like, no, that's not what I want. (laughs) And some people are like, God, Lee, that's exactly what I need. Yeah. Right? Like, for your wife, if you never asked her to be your girlfriend, you would never be at this point. True. You had to put it on the table. You have to be like, I'm interested. What's up? Yeah. And that's how opportunity, fortune favors the bold. If you want to be a photographer, if you say, I am a photographer, I'm not saying quit your job right now, but fucking tell every single person you meet, I'm a photographer. Let's work. And then when you work... And do your research and do your due diligence and go and you shoot your pictures and you get better and you master your craft. And in the beginning, you charge 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300, 500. I honestly think you're at the point where you can charge a thousand plus for your photos. Honestly, I think that's where yeah. you are. But it comes with a certain comfort level and yeah. how you feel you could. <laughs> but that's how, it, that's how it starts, bro. You just say, I'm a photographer. Let's work. Cool. I, I need someone to take pictures of the quinceanera. How much? $500 for four hours. $1,000 for four hours. Great. Let's do it. And then you go on YouTube, how to take pictures of a quinceanera. (laughs) What are the most important pictures for a quinceanera? And you make sure you get those pictures. And the rest, you just have fun. I guess the biggest thing to get out of this is the fact that if I say I'm a photographer, but I have nothing to prove, 
that I have actually taken pictures mm. and it doesn't really help. So whether it's phone pictures or my camera photos, just shoot and put it out there for the public to see, right? Yeah. Bro, when I booked my first gig, I got paid $500. You know what photos I had? None. I didn't have a portfolio. I didn't have any photos. I didn't have any social proof that I was a photographer. Actually, the first photo shoot I did, the pictures came out atrocious. I hated everything about them. <laughs> I wanted this one picture where she was walking across the street. And you know those like look over the shoulder Instagram yeah. model. Bro, I couldn't get the focus right. I couldn't get the I couldn't get the the, the exposure right. I couldn't get shit right. <laughs> and I'm standing in the middle of Abikini in in Venice trying to snap these pictures. And I'm like, what the fuck am I? I didn't even know how to put a fast shutter capture on my, yeah. on my camera. I didn't even know how to do that. <laughs> so I'm taking one so picture at a time and I'm precious. missing, bro, I'm missing everything. <laughs> but that's how it starts, bro. It starts with those uncomfortable moments and you just got to say, I'm a photographer. Chris, the, the Chris Van Heating, Heaton, he never, never once asked me for let me see some of your pictures. Let me see some of your stuff. I just want to take pictures of you. How much? $100. Actually, I think the first photo shoot I did with him, I charged him $0. I was just like, I'm going to be at the gym at 10 a.m. this day. You're going to be there? Cool. Perfect. I'll see you there. And then the second photo shoot, I wanted to do another one with him. I was like, yo, I just charged you 100 bucks. He's got the money. He's the number 16 welterweight boxer in the world. He better have the money. Yeah. He lives in Santa Monica. Like, he's got, he's got money. But it's not about that. It's about the fact that I can say now I've shot social media influencers, motivational speakers, thought leaders, and the number 16 boxer in all the world, Chris Van Heaton. Look him up. Hey, look. As a matter of fact, this is my social media. That's him right there. Click yeah. it. Click it. 200,000 followers on his shit. Oh, my God. This guy is a big deal. Let's work. How much? $3,000. Okay. <laughs> but that's how it starts. Right? You just got to fucking put your junk on the table. You're a photographer. You got to whip it out, huh? That's it. Whip it out and just be like, this is what I'm working with. It's what I got. It's not for everybody, but. Yeah. I guess I have to do more of that. And like I said, bro, you're skilled. You got it. You got the eye. You got the ability. You're learning your camera. You're shooting one year in. You're shooting manual. You understand exposure. You understand aperture and getting the bokeh and your shutter speed and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw these hats up. What's your shutter speed? Oh, I got it on one 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 thousand of a second already. I'm good. Okay, you got it. Cool. Yo, I need to shoot the bokeh. You know what? I'm going to do a 2.8, but because it's bright outside, I'm going to also increase the shutter speed. I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. He got it. Yeah. You understand the... He was like, man, it's dark. I want to keep my shutter speed at this. I'm going to bump up the ISO, but the ISO at 400 is going to start pixelating. You know what? Let me... Like, bam, you got it. You already know what you're doing. You already know what you're doing, bro. It's just whipping it out. Yeah. I'm a photographer. Tell everybody. Well, I guess whoever is listening and not feeling motivated. Ridiculous. They have to whip it out. That's it. Whip it out, lay it on the table. Let them know. I'm yeah. small, but I'm big. Know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's not how big it is, big it is, but it's how you use it, huh? Right. Exactly. Look at you. You got a Sony. It's, my camera is a 5D Mark IV. It's big, but we could take the same picture, you know? It's not how yeah. big it is. It's how you use it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, thank you, Matrix. Yeah, thank you for the whole day, bro. Like, it Absolutely. just really helped having someone around to just sort of, like, feed off, you know, like, the energy and everything. Yeah, man. Every time we get together, we always have great discussions. Yes, sir. So, hopefully, 
I mean, so for as long as I have days off, we will get together and start continue creating some stuff. Let's do it. Coffee Wednesdays. Coffee Wednesdays. Coffee and friends. Coffee and friends, guys. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you. Peace. Peace.